now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 557th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch. Here today with my wonderful co-host, we've got the one and only, the Lord of the Land, Seth Vilo. It is I, the Lord. Hello. Uh, and the man that, uh, that was the, oh my gosh, I forgot the word already. The understudy for Jaws, we've got Shark Finnegan. Hello. <laughs> that was a good one, right? That was a good one today. Uh, all right. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah, I really like <laughs> that really one. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. Where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And I welcome you as we talk about things. I did not do a lot of Pokemon this week. Uh, I went to a conference in Washington, D.C. for work. Which is a great conference, by the way. But the problem is, like, when you go to these scientific conferences, like, the reason you go to the conference is to, like, network. So mm-hmm. it's it's just, like, an always-on social event. Oh, yeah. You just never oh, yeah. turn off, right? So I barely had any free time because I was trying to maximize my, my networking capability. Mm-hmm. And I definitely went out for beverages several times with scientists. That's always fun. Yeah, there were a lot of night. I definitely, a couple of days of the conference showed up late for several reasons. <laughs> uh, for several reasons so it was it was a time it was a time but yeah i'd never been to dc before so that was kind of exciting and dc didn't want to leave let me leave uh so i got stuck there for an extra like 26 hours yeah i heard about that that yeah. was fun it sucked yeah because yeah. my wife's on vacation as well this week but not with, she didn't go with me to the conference because she's she's in school so her schedule only had like an opening of like a week and a half and mm-hmm. she's like i want to go see my parents and it's uh like the conference that I went to is like the one conference I can't miss in my field. Uh, and I was like, well, I can't go mm-hmm. because I have to go to this conference. And so our dog was being dog sat by a couple people, but they could only dog sit up to Wednesday. And that's when I was supposed to come back. Yee. So like I had like a day of just like pure stress. Thankfully, we had like a couple friends who helped us pull an audible, but it wasn't like the amount of like dog sitting that she was getting prior so, like, I was stressed out. I'm like, if this next flight gets canceled, I'm super screwed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was insane. I, I was incredibly stressed out. So, like, I got home Thursday night, not until, like, 9 o'clock. I was supposed to get in 7 on Wednesday, originally. And so, like, the next day on Friday, I literally just, like, passed out. Like, the dog and I went and worked out, and then we just slept the rest of the day. Heck, yeah. Because I was oh. just so stressed. So, like, I, well I feel really bad because, like, I was just burned out and I really didn't play any Pokemon. And I've been super into Pokemon lately, especially Unite. I miss, like, the Tyranitar drop. I'm really upset about this. I need to go get Tyranitar. Oh, is that Unite. out now? I don't think it's out yet. Oh, it's next week. It's next week. I think it's, like, literally Sunday. No, it's not Sunday. They always drop on Wednesdays. Oh, Monday. It's Monday? August 15th. Okay. Good. Whoosh. That's a weird day for it to happen, but I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't miss Tyranitar then. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, you're good. You're good. That's Monday. Oof. So the time the podcast comes out, you should be able to start playing with it that day. Yes, I, I cannot wait for that. Yeah, no, he looks good from what I was seeing and hearing. 
Yeah, I the day we're recording this, I'm going to stream at night because I, I didn't stream it all this week and I wanted to stream anything, like literally any Pokemon. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like, man, Seth's, it's all Seth's fault that I like Pokemon again. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's not just like, just like falling into the TCG. And I don't know, because like, I haven't done like a lot of competitive VGC lately either. But yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun outside of that. Like, I mean, I like doing VGC when I can, but right now the meta is kind of boring and the new meta is kind of nuts. Yes. Yeah, that one's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm waiting to find some teams that will like fit that threshold. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I literally just want to, I just want to try it out and see what it, what the meta shakes out to be. Because this is just like they, they did the already like the, yeah, this doesn't matter anymore. Here's GS Cup, and then this is like the real <laughs> like there are no rules. This does not matter anymore. Yeah, you finally can use the mythical Pokemon that you couldn't use before. So yeah. things like Magirna is looking good. Mm-hmm. Zeraora looks decent. Uh, what was the other one that looked good? Clearly Fion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Fionn. Fionn's the one I'm always worried about, you know? Yeah, Fionn and Meltan. Yeah. It's the sleeper. Yeah, Fionn. <laughs> Even Melmetal might actually do good, though. Melmetal, Magirna. Like, I can't... I just like Magirna in general. Magirna scares me. King's yeah. Rock, Melmetal, and Trick Room. Magirna doesn't even need to be the one that KOs the Mon to get the Soul Heart. Yeah, that's why. <sighs> yeah, it's yeah. just like a Pokemon needs to faint. Yeah, and it can either go like off. You can either set up speed, or it can just be yeah. bulky. Yeah, just get all the boosts that way. Yeah, Magirna is the scary one. I think Magirna is the scariest, especially with Dynamax. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, Magirna scary. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I haven't played too much lately, but we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. We'll absolutely see how that goes. But yeah, what have you guys been up to? Well, I've not been doing a whole huge amount. Kind of how I got you back into TCG, Shamu has gotten me into Yu-Gi-Oh! So I've been doing a lot of that online, because I'm a nerd. You're basic. I am. Actually, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! is fun. Yu-Gi-Oh! is fun. It's mm-hmm. wild. I just can't get into it because that card market is so unstable yeah. compared to Pokemon. Like, it's just so unstable. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely bought a couple cards and either seen them go way up or way down after I bought them. Yes. Which is... It's a real, it's crazy. Yeah, I can't handle it. I'll die. I just like won't be able to handle it. <laughs> but other than that, my brother gave me my birthday present early because I knew what it was. He didn't really care and isn't going to see me on my actual birthday. And it's a little handheld game emulator, uh, much better than my other one. Is it the one I think it is? Is it the, uh, what's it called? It's called the Miu Mini. Oh, never mind. That's not the one I'm thinking of. It might still be the one you're thinking of. There's a lot of them that are basically exactly the same, but different names. No, there's this new one that just came out. And I forget what it's called. Oh my gosh. I'm, I can see it. I can literally see it in, my, in, in front of me, but I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine looks like a tiny retro Game Boy. Yeah. This one looks like a Game Boy, but it can actually accept the cartridges. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, no, that's different. Mine's just yeah. on an SD card and I've been yeah. having a fun time playing radical red oh yeah uh, very good mod very good rom thing so if you if you're into rom things try radical red it's wild yeah, yeah i've heard crazy things about that one yeah yeah i actually like one of the first challenges in viridian city is you have you get to pick five not no you get to pick three level five pokemon that this lady will give you that have certain items and things like that 
And then you go up against her team of six level 100 Sharinja and you have to get around it. And it is. Oh, wow. It like, it's a puzzle. And I had to think. I had to think in a Pokemon game, Thatch. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, to be fair, we have to think in like any other Pokemon game we ever play. Do we though? Do we? Okay. I mean, I mean, not, not like the actual video game. I mean, like TCG and Unite. You have to think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. competitive Pokemon, you have to think, obviously. Yeah. Right, of course. Like, those things I go, yeah, we probably need to, you need to think. I, I don't know, like, as a Pokemon player, I never expect the main story to be something that makes me think. I think Scarlet and Violet might change that a little bit, and that maybe I don't need to think so much, but I can experience things incredibly differently. Yeah. Which sounds kind of yeah. wild. And I think that, uh, that, that could be a lot of fun in those regards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the past thinking and... Pokemon games, I think, like, the most thinking is yeah. going through ice caves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly, like, the biggest puzzles is that. Honestly, for or sure. Or those strength puzzles, like, oh, how do I move these rocks so I can actually get through without yeah. blocking my way? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think there's some thought in Pokemon, but not a lot in the main story game. But that's not, you, honestly, that's not why I play Pokemon too often. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other than like the Nuzlocke, which I think is a good, fun way to play. Uh, it's a, it's, I mean, the thing about modern Pokemon in terms of like Gen 8 and probably Gen 9 at this point is that you're not going to be able to Nuzlocke the games. Not in the traditional way. You yes. got to redo it. Yeah. I mean, you could still do it. It's just going to be a little, it's going to be not worse. The pure randomness that I think that you could, like was before. You could just kind of pick and choose in the areas and just have yeah. to kind of be more mindful of where the areas are. It's not as clear. Shut your eyes and run randomly. Yeah. I I don't like that, though. I don't know. It feels like then I'm trying to force the game to be something it's not, which is which Nuzlocke is already doing, right? But mm -hmm. it, it does it to a much more obvious extent at that point, where I have to, like, close my eyes to play the game. What's yeah. going on? What's mm -hmm. going on? But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I We'll see how everything goes. Yep. Well, this is a good place to stop it for right now. And we will kick it on to over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. Pokemon Arceus Chronicles, the anime tie-in to Legends Arceus, which already came out in Japan, will be coming to Netflix on September 23rd. There's going to be a special screening of it for those of you who will be attending Worlds. I believe it's on Netflix is like its own special. Yeah, I think it's a Netflix yeah, I thought thing. it was Netflix. Uh, Worlds is this upcoming weekend. Uh, look forward to waking up on Thursday, uh, to news Thursday if you live in the U.S. I don't, did they, do they usually do it on the first day? There's typically something, or in the past there has been something in like the opening ceremony or something like that. Oh, it was in the opening? I always thought it was in the closing. Maybe my miss, I, I'm, I could very well be misremembering. And they could just change it up. That, you know, who, who needs to keep to a consistent schedule? Mm -hmm. If I was a competitor, I would want it to be in the opening instead of the closing, because I want the closing to be about me. I want the closing to be about me. <laughs> That's right. World champion Seth over here. God, uh, whoa, don't speak 2023 <laughs> into existence yet. 
And then, uh, of course, uh, if you're watching at home, you can actually get a code for Victini. Codes for Victini, I believe. That's the distribution, uh, yes. I believe. Uh, yeah. For, mm-hmm. for codes Sword and Shield, which is cool. There's going to be a full art path to the peak. Um, and Avatar clothing for Go and Unite. Wow, they're covering all their bases. That's really cool. I like these promos within... The digital stuff? Yeah. yeah. I like oh, it. yeah. I'm Absolutely. a fan. So we'll definitely post the codes in on the Discord. Yes. Yeah. News link, so just keep an eye out on that if, if yes. you're active there. Absolutely. And those who are attending in person can get a Sinistee with Moo Moo Milk. I love that so much. Yeah. It also has the signature move Celebrate as well. And the exclusive Avatar shirt for Pokemon Go Booth's Pokestop. Cute. Cute, cute, mm-hmm. cute. Another cool thing that's not in here is we will get the reveal of what the Gen 9 yeah. TCG stuff looks like. So will we continue with Vs? Will it be something else? We'll see it on one of those days. I think it would be really cool of them to finally build a mechanic that lasts for more than one generation. Like, I think V is a really good idea. And they showed off, yeah. like, V stars and V maxes, right? I think yeah. V is a really good idea where you could do it. And then like the V, like the new V max or whatever they call it. Not, maybe not a V star, but like a V something could, yeah. should just be the new mechanic. In my opinion, I would like that. And it would keep Arceus yeah. live, but you know. yeah, I think it makes it easier so they could, don't have to do the stupid like Pokemon with the rule box thing. Yeah, exactly. But I'm trying to think of how that would work with the Terras, though. Yeah, that's the I problem. mean, the Radiant almost feels like Terra, but I don't Kinda. know. We'll find out in a week, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like Radiant. I don't know. I like a lot of what they're doing, except for, uh, I do, I somewhat agree. So Seth put a thing on Twitter the other week, where, yeah. or the other day, where he said, <laughs> like, I really, I really hate the trainer galleries are coming out with Pokemon that are going to just rotate in a couple months. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, I hate it. And, and I, I like kind of agree in terms of as a player, like I kind of agree because like some of the art's really cool when they come out with it. But like it's uh, it, I, I don't know, like as a collector, it's cool to collect, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just you can't play with it. Like one of the cards that was revealed that's going to be in Lost Origin is a full art new art of Nessa, which is a D block card, which is rotating in a couple months. So you like enjoy using it for a month. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, not that many people are playing Dessa anyway. And that takes the slot of another card in my pack. Maybe not the rare slot, but like I, if I'm getting packs, I need the things from the packs. <laughs> does it though? Does it really? Like it takes the pl- slot of something else, regardless. Hmm. Maybe. I I don't think that's true because like they just they've had the history of just like shoving cards in packs, like and just bloating it like crazy, especially as of late. Uh, I I think any limitation is self-imposed that they put themselves. I need under. my Mirage Gates, Thatch. I need my Mirage Gates. They're gonna be there. I don't know what to tell you. They're gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, Seth, you tell us about Sword and Shield news. Heck yeah, I can do that. There is a shiny Grim Snarl event running right now and through the twenty-first. So unless you really want a shiny Grim Snarl, don't really bother since Grim Snarl is the only five-star in the raid. <laughs> yeah, but- it's literally just. Grimmsnarl, Impidimp, and uh, Morgrim. 
But yeah, I've seen a couple pictures on Twitter and things like that. So it's just a flat 2%. Yeah. So in Unite, Tyranitar will appear uh, on August 15th, which is the day this podcast comes out. So yay. So that means it's already been out by the time this came out because it actually resets on like eight o'clock at eight o'clock or something. So that'll be exciting to finally use him. He looks cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to try him. All right. So next one. Yeah, in the TCG, uh, on October 28th, there'll be a $120 ultra premium collection. Oh, what's it going to feature? No. Etched foil promos of Charizard V, V, Charizard. and V star. No. The Charizard card. And sleeve. Finally. I hate that they're just like, they're just like, yeah, you know what card needs to come down in price? Charizard. But you know what we a should Charizard do? We should charge $120 for the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's just real dumb. I hate mm-hmm. it. Like, I really hate it. <laughs> it's cute, I guess. What's making it worth $120? I mean, I guess there's 16 booster packs in it. Yeah, you get 16 packs. Uh, let's, see, let's see if I can pull up anything more. But, I mean, you get playmats, sleeves, 16 boosters, and then the etched foils of those, of VV Max V Star, at least. So It feels like almost not worth it, but... <laughs> yeah. But you get Charizard, Thatch. You get Charizard. Oh, and that was the Pokemon I wanted. It's actually smi- slightly playable. <laughs> it's so, the Charizard parade so that we couldn't stop finally, with the other night on stream. Yeah, honestly. And like Charizard Arceus is actually a deck that I've seen do well a couple of times. So, you know, you could get some competitive level Charizard. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it. Competitive level Charizard. Yeah, nope, there's nothing else in that box. Just, like, a code card, player's guide. Oh, wow. Markers, mm. die, three, well, six metal damage counter dice. Oh, cool. And a metal coin featuring Gigantamax Charizard. <laughs> well, we got a lot of go news, Seth. I'll let yep. you just, just plow through it. Chug, crack choo, my choo. knuckles. All right, here we go. The World Champion event runs August 18 to 23rd. That's basically the full weekend of everything. Challengers of the Pokemon teams inspired by the Go Regional Championships will appear at Pokestops, which is neat. A World Championship 2022 Pikachu is coming out. There are going to be spawns of more Go League competitive Pokemon that will appear in the wild. These include things like Mudkip, Female Nidoran, Galarian, Stunfisk, and Sableye, which I didn't realize was a competitive Pokemon in Go, but... Oh, yeah. No, he's great. Yeah, it actually actually. is. It actually is, yeah. Huh. Like, Dark's a pretty good offensive type, and just, it has, you know, only fairy weakness. Huh. Yeah, and just make sure you tap the screen really hard, Seth, and it'll work really well. Hey, there's that picture I sent you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I saw that. I did see that. (laughs) Uh, Community Day moves for Rhyperior, Gengar, Gyarados, Metagross, and Talonflame can be learned from evolving during the event as if it, as if it's com- their community day again. They can learn their special move again. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And separate from the world's segment, the Pokemon Go Fest finale has been detailed for August 27th. Uh, Shaman Scarf Pikachu and Shaman Skyform will be unlocked. There will be four habitats with different spawns, as well as Ultra Beast raids with Beast Balls. New research will also unlock during each habitat. Um... 
So I guess these yep. are time frames. From 10 to 12, it'll be Ferramosa. From 12 to 2, it'll be Buzzwall. From 2 to 4, Zerkatry. And from 4 to 6 will be all of them and Nihiligo. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the habitats seem to be the same type of Pokemon that they've been doing throughout the event, or, like, throughout the GoFest, so it's not going to be anything specifically new, but just the fact you can get the those Ultra Beasts in those time slots, that's really the big draw of this event. Mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with this, too, because, like, if you don't have a ticket, you can get a discounted ticket, which is kind of yeah. nice, because I didn't want to play in June. <laughs> I like it was hot and like August is at least kind of cold cooler kind of being the qualifier <laughs> and oh, you sweet summer child I know mm-hmm. well in in Ohio is it gonna and, get up to 80 there Ooh. uh yeah actually yeah it's like it's it's getting a little cooler now because it's only getting to 80 <laughs> so yeah it was I mean it was my getting pretty nasty 80 <laughs> oh my gosh Seth uh, I keep the thermostat at 80 or my air conditioning will explode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have, but yeah, that's kind of cool. I kind of like that. So I kind of want to do Puckles Pro Key Prediction, but I kind of don't because I don't think it's worthwhile. But uh, we're going to we're gonna talk about it and give like two second answers, I think. Uh, this past week, it was announced that Splatoon 3 will feature three team Splatfest, which is kind of cool. Do you think that we'll see a Splatfest that includes the starter at some point? Yes or no? Uh, and we should point out there is some precedent for this because they actually did a Pokemon Red versus Pokemon Blue Splatfest in the original Splatoon. So do we think that'll yeah. happen? And my answer is I don't care. I'll play in any Splatfest because I think Splatfests are fun. Uh, my yeah. opinion is what is Splatoon? And the only thing I know about this what? game is that there is an Among Us plushie in it. Yeah, I, I think it will happen. It just, it, I mean, now that, because what the, the cool draw to it now is because the pl- Splatfest of the past were just, you know, it's either, you know, red or Ketchup blue or mayo. Know, kind of thing. And now yeah. that they're doing this triple one, we're halfway through the event, you're basically kind of, It'll be like the leading team is going to be in the middle of the arena with four of them. And then the other two teams will be on each side. And you have to like, it's going to be like a three, uh, a three person kind of event or three team battle royale type thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm not too worried about it. This is the, this is one of the most unimpeded ones I've ever had. But on that note, I think what we're going to do is we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, Puckle po- Pokey Quiz is a place where we quiz your co-host. Thank you for that introduction there. We are going to get started then with our first question. This week it is going to come to you from, uh, let's say, Liger. Oh boy. Ooh. We we all remember that Faulkner had his hacked Pidgeotto, being level 9 in gold, silver, and crystal. But was it truly hacked? 
Are we the baddies? Where can you catch a level nine Pidgeotto? Because uh, you actually can. Uh, probably Pokemon Yellow. I know that was one of the that was one little cool thing that I remember playing that game where you can go and yellow you can go in Viridian Forest and you can actually just find a Pidgeotto there at a very low level. That seems familiar, but is this? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I was gonna say the tall grass. <laughs> The tall grass. <laughs> just the generic tall grass. Just the no, tall grass. A location in the game. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I, mean, I don't I, know I, if the Pichiotto was level nine, but the fact that you can catch a level like you know, like a five or six and Pichiotto and then level up to nine, I think that counts. That I would I would believe that. That makes sense to me. Part of me is weirded out because I feel like it would be somewhere in Johto, but I don't know. But I remember Pidgeotto in the Viridian Forest, or I'm just gaslighting myself. No, I don't think you I are. I trust you. Let's go with that. You get the Pidgeotto from yellow, and you transfer it to gold and silver. Yep. That is correct. The Viridian Forest in yellow, you can catch a level 9 Pidgeotto. I actually used to do that as a kid, because I was like trying to catch Ash's team. Yeah, nice. yeah like, yep. just right? like we all did. Yeah, no, I think sure we all did pro- at least once. Yeah, I think it was just... Bulbasaur was kind of hard because it didn't really make sense. And then uh, as a kid, and then you got Charmander and then Squirtle. I mean, it was like in the in the time frame of the game. Squirtle, you kind of got really under leveled, though. Yeah, because yeah. like that Charmander, like by the time you got to it, you gave it to you. You basically could get it. Bulbasaur, you had to beat Misty to get it. Yeah. And then which, you know, was something like took you a little bit and then. Squirtle, you had to beat Lieutenant Surge, or at least get over in that area, and that by that point you're like almost like twenty five thirty, and that Squirtle's level ten. So yeah, and grinding's not fun in Yellow. Yeah, or any old game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. All right, well, you guys are one for one. Your next question is going to come for going to come from Polywo. What two types do not have a move that can cause flinch? What? Or can flinch. There are two types that can't flinch. Um, Not normal, not steel, not... um, Not normal, not steel, not water. Is there any any flinching electric move? Uh, Zing Zap. Okay. Is there any flinching dragon move? Astonish for ghost. Astonish for ghost. Uh, Dragon, yes. uh, I'm 90% sure there's one in dragon. I, like... I'll gotta think take notes. Gotta take Dragon to put an asterisk, but I'll like think that through. Ice does. Fire, I don't know. Poison, I don't know. Bug, I don't know. Uh, bug and poison seem like they would. Flinching. Ugh, what a weird question. Whoever whoever posed this, you're Hollywood. Uh, that was a good. I mean, it's it's, it's a good question. Movie. I like this question a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So normal electric steel. Uh, ghost. These all do for sure. Uh, dark has dark pulse. Dark has dark pulse. What is there? Uh, you said water. I believe you. Yeah, water's waterfall. Oh, yep, yep, yep. That's that's. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gyarados has won me games with that. I literally lost last night to a unfortunate waterfall hacks at the very Definitely last not second. Rock. Yeah. Oh, not Definitely rock. Not rock because of rock slide <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, air slash. So air no slash. flying. I'm just uh, psychic. Does, a psychic has one. 
So I'm we're I think we're uh so I think the types that are left fire, poison, ground, bug. We've got a uh, lot of types left. Def- I opened up a note real fast and I'm going yeah. through all eighteen. Uh grass, poison. Actually, wait, what's because I'm trying to think what moves flinch generally. What do you want to run on a Togekiss or Jirachi? <laughs> That's how I'm thinking. Uh Iron Head and Extra Sensory. Yeah, those are those psychic. Does fighting have a flinch? That's what I'm trying to think, fighting. I feel like it should, but I don't know what move off the top of my head. Yeah. Ground. Isn't like smelling salt or something like that? If ground, yeah, ground is another one. I don't know if ground has any flinch moves. I really don't think ground does. Bug, I feel like there's got to be some niche move that I'm not thinking of. Yeah, bug is weird, and it has weird effects on a lot of their attacks, so I don't think it's bug. I feel like the same thing for poison, where it's got weird effects on some of their... Like, it may be some weird Venoshock-level move that no one uses, but um, I I feel pretty good about ground. I feel really good. Like, I feel like ground should, but, like, I don't think any of the major ground moves have it, so therefore I don't think... I'm going to need some answers here, guys. Yeah. Um... Ground and fire. Do we want to put yeah, those two in? I think in? we can go with those two, because yeah. and then see which how we got it all wrong, and have to keep going from there. <laughs> yeah. Ground and fire are unfortunately both incorrect. Uh, wow! So wow, you got none of them. Okay, so the answer is actually poison and fairy. Um, oh. I'm going to give you an example of at least one of these moves from each of the other sixteen types. So bear <laughs> oh, with me. No. I would love to uh, see that normal fake out flying air yep. slash. Fire, Fire Fang. Oh, jeez, the fangs. There the fang goes three moves. types right there. Yeah. Well, Grass, yeah. Needle Arm, Water, Waterfall, Electric yeah. Zing Zap, Ground, Bone Club can do it. Rock, what? Rock really? Slide. Yep. Uh, ice, Icicle Crash can cause uh, flinch. Mm-hmm. Dark, yeah. you have Bite. Steel, you have Iron Head. I also, uh, uh, no, I also believe Double Iron Bash might do it as well. Possibly. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Twister. Bug steamroller. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, fighting, see, we, we and I probably wouldn't was... have gotten this one. Is triple kick? Uh, what? Yeah. Triple kick. Fighting or a psychic Zen headbutt and ghost with astonish. Well, I feel pretty good that we got so many of them. So yeah, oh, well, yeah. Uh, I feel, I'll give you guys kick and bone club. I don't think could be selected in Gen Eight. That would be part of the uh, reason bone why club. We didn't bone think clubs in Gen Eight now. Bone clubs in Gen Eight. Yeah, once the Marrow's hit, yeah. I'm sure that was added. Marowak and Cubone are there. Bone Club's absolutely Weird. there. Weird. I don't think it got cold. Yeah. Maybe it did. Um, all right. It got cold, but yeah. So this next one is going to come to you from, uh, is your Pokedex entry question, is going to come to you from Skull Admin Tank. It's fire red and leaf green Pokedex entry states. Despite its appearance, it has an aggressive nature. It attacks by jabbing with its long, thin mouth. Who's that Pokemon? I believe it's Gorobis. I can believe that, honestly. I believe yeah. that. Because, uh, yeah, long, thin mouth. The only other thing I could think of is Fero, but that's Beak. Yeah. Long, thin mouth. And Gorobis is surprisingly violent, so that makes I sense. I know. Yeah, I think I remember reading its entries before, but yeah. I mean, we got it. We narrowed, I mean, Fire Red Leaf Green. We narrowed it down all the way to, you know, Gen 3. So that's like. 50% uh-huh. of Pokemon gone. Yeah. I'm game I'm game for it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Uh Gorbis is unfortunately incorrect. Oh no. Your next entry is going to be from Pokemon Ruby. 
And it oh, states, okay. its favorite food is the sweet pollen of flowers. If you want to see this Pokemon, just leave a potted flower by an open window. It's sure to come looking for pollen. <sighs> okay, so it's a bug. Yeah. So In- we're talking about, so... <sighs> Ruby so, and Fire Red Leaf Green. The, you have Wurmple, you have the Cocoons, and you have Beautifly and Dustox and... The first one was like, despite its gentle appearance, it will stab you. Um, that might be Beautifly. That sounds like Beautifly to me. More yeah, than other the other bugs. bugs. Other bugs. Butterfree doesn't have a mouth like that. Venonat, Venomoth, no. Um, none of the Gen 1 bugs. It's not, yeah. At least the, yep. the main ones. Um, what other yeah. bugs are in Gen 1? Uh, Pinsir, Scyther, no. Scissor, Fortress, for, uh, Aridos, yeah, I think, I think Beautiful is the only one with a stabbable mouth. Yeah. What other bugs are in Gen 2? Or Gen 3, excuse me. Gen 3, the Wurmple line. Yeah, I'm trying to think of none. Any none that go after pollen that are like that kind of thing. There aren't any bees. Grass. No. Yeah, yeah, I like beautiful. And none of the other grass type. No grass type also come at all comes to mind either. So I'm yeah. I'm good with beautifly at this moment. Let's lock it in. Beautifly is correct. Yeah. There we go. All right, you guys are two for three. So yeah. your next question is worth up to three points here. There are, uh, th- th- one of these is a manga question, um, and oh, the other boy. one's a not manga question. So we're going to go with a not manga question. Probably safe. Because I didn't want you guys to have to do homework for this show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Elite Four Brant uh, writes this question. There are 12 types that have a move that is able to inflict or pass on the paralysis status. What are the six types that do not have access to one of these moves? Six okay. types that don't have a move. Get our note back six... up with the types and let's go yeah, again. Yeah, six types that don't have a move that can para. And uh, oh. for every type, for every two types you give me, you get a point. You get not two strikes. You get normal. three strikes and then you're out. Okay. You have not... to lock in every answer. Um, okay. Let's see. Water. How many types don't? You said six? Six. Six don't, 12 do. Okay. Um, grass can paralyze, electric, sure. and normal, for sure. Oh, fighting. All three of those. What can, fi- what can fight uh, and paralyze? Force palm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It literally just break your back that way. Uh, dragon yeah. has dragon breath. Okay. Ghost has lick. Ah, uh, yeah, good, 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 good. So now that they've changed Okay, I've got ghost. six. Okay, that's half of them gone. But, dude, what else paralyzes? Fighting, um, grass... Yeah. I'm ge- I'm catching up to the note. Uh, a normal electric fighting grass ghost, dragon, dragon. Okay. Um, ice. ice. Wow, my brain went to TCG where freezing is paralysis. Wow, I was like, yeah. ice has a ton. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. In wow. that case, yes, there's for sure. But I actually don't know. <laughs> um, fire and flying, flying fired. Um, this is hard. I'm getting some sort of answer. You guys are going to have to lock something in. Yeah. Do, well, this fire, do you think fire would have a paralyzing move? I don't. I think that's probably one of the safer types to lock in right now. Yeah. Let's go with fire. Fire is correct. All right. So we got one. 
I feel like bug and poison might have some sort of move that paralyzes. I just, I feel like poison, like, I feel like it might just, oh, bug does. Bug does? Yeah, bug does. If we're gonna, I, I feel like that, um, like there probably is a regular move, but I'm 90% sure that the G max butterfly move. Oh yeah. Care. It can inflict any of those things. Like, yeah. It has a Which, chance to in do that any of case those. poison as well, because you have yeah. toxicity. So I'm just going to knock those two out. Cool. Cool. All right. Cool. So that leaves, I've got a few more types here. What else? Um, psychic. we haven't said ice, ice, psychic, fairy, dark. <laughs> those are just a couple. Feel like psychic would. I feel like fairy would. I'm getting Water an answer here. Might. I, I'm gonna go. What about rock and ground? Those yeah, I don't ones. like. I, I, I don't think, think those are safe to guess. Yeah, let's do rock and ground. Let's let's just lock it in. Yeah, rock and ground are both correct. You guys are three. Woo. There are three more you're missing. Okay. Uh, so what's left? And I'm gonna There's give you a hard time ice, limit here. Fairy. You got 30 seconds to give me another answer. Uh, dark flying psychic steel water ice fairy. Uh, I feel like uh, steel might not. Yeah, steel and fairy I feel comfortable with because there just aren't a lot of fairy moves yet. Yeah, so let's go with let's go steel then fairy. Yeah, steel is correct and also fairy. So you guys got Woo! five of them, I believe. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh, five so more, far. Five There's types. one more, and you've got 30 seconds. Okay, the the types are missing are water, flying, psychic, dark, ice, and dark, and, and ice. ice. Um, so one of those. Uh, flying, dark. I feel like psychic does. I feel like water yeah. does. I feel like ice does. Do we want to go with dark? See, that tends to inflict other things. It fl- inflicts a lot of things. I feel like dark. I'm trying to think of the flying on the I other need an hand. answer. I need an answer right now. Or I game dark. over. Alright, dark. Uh, dark. Dark is incorrect. Uh, I'm going to call it there so that we don't have um and ahs for the yeah. next five minutes. Uh, the yeah. type you were missing is poison. Mm. Um, Wait. G-Max Toxicities is only electric. It's an oh, electric it's type an move. electric move? It, oh. Yep. Oh. Well, dang it. <laughs> then yeah, we would not have gotten uh, it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. It is poison. Uh, yeah, there are. So ice does it though with uh, free shock, which is an exclusive move. Oh to yeah, Um uh, Yeah, to cure him. Uh, water does it with splishy splash. So is that even oh. a real move? Um, yeah, and <laughs> right, right. Uh, you guys mm-hmm. got the you guys got the harder ones in bug. Uh, bounce does it for flying Oh types? yeah. There it is. Yeah, you have it's actually something. like stupid high chance too. It's like thirty percent. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and then uh, fling is the dark type move that does it. Um, oh, it, oh, fling dirt. can do it if you throw cheesy, a light ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a dark type move, and it does it. It is. Yep. <laughs> um, there's also like a in the list of like moves that can cause uh, paralysis. There's a special mention for Shadow Bolt, which is a shadow move from Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. <laughs> So that's cute. But yeah, okay, that gives you guys two points. So you guys are four for four here. Your last question, as always, is your base debt question. This one is going to come to you from Farmer Fox. Which flying type Pokemon has the lowest base stat total? Flying type with lowest BST? Yes. What's a baby flyer? 
Uh, let's use the hint because we you still do have, have the hint. It. That's uh, true. Might it well. has a it has a secondary bug typing. Oh, bug flying. Uh, and sometimes it might not even evolve. Combi. Oh yeah, then it has to be combi. Yeah, that that yeah that seals it. It's combi. Combi is correct with a base stat total of 244. It's also the only Pokemon with that base stat total. Uh, for those of you at home huh. who also go to random trivia pubs without asking base stat total questions, um, so you, just for so you know, the, the lowest flying type base stat total of all time after Combi uh, is a four-way tie between Zubat, Starly, Noibat, and Rookity at 245, followed oh, up geez. by Hopip at 250. Yeah, we're go. all uh, yeah. Aren't we all excited about that? Incredible, mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, these are just like the questions to end all questions. Uh, but yeah, that uh, oh, I that gives you guys five points for today. I'm trying not to be as as nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but, um, it does change up the standings, uh, surprisingly. So you guys will be shocked to hear how well that did for you. <laughs> <laughs> um how much in first place now we have seth vilo with 22 <laughs> points yeah right hey. i'm just as shocked as you are um it followed up by sigma with 21 shark is in third with 18 wow. uh there in a go. in a two-way tie with in fourth place we've got sublime and linian with 15 in a two-way tie for sixth place, we've got Whimsicott and Mark with 12. In eighth, we've got Shamu with seven points. Claude's in ninth with six. And Jushiro is in tenth with four. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. So, yay. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, all right. On that note, if you want more Puckles Pokey Quiz, you can tune in next week. But until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another review this week coming to you from our friend... Momar's mailed Tewani at Podchaser. I've been listening to this podcast for ages now, and I have to say it is my favorite podcast as the uploading schedule is almost never late. Well, no worries, Momar, as long as there are no issues, it will never be late. But on that note, thanks to all of you guys for reviewing the podcast wherever you can find it, and hopefully we can go ahead and kick it on over now to our topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be terratalizing. Uh, that's how you say it, I think. <laughs> I will say it wrong for a very long time. Terastalizing? Terratalizing? Yeah, there we like go. That? And how that can affect competitive Pokemon. Because I think that being able to have Terra Pokemon in the meta... I, I Personally, I think this is better than Dynamax. In terms yes. Of, so, like, if we're, if we're going to look at, like... What they were trying to do, because like they made Megas, which was a cool idea, and I still think is one of the better ones, because it gave a lot of Pokemon a lot of love, and was something that the Pokemon community has been asking for uh, for a very long time. It's it, I will admit, though, it is feels more like a fan designed it than the Pokemon company designed it, after being through yep. four gimmicks now. Um, I, I will give it... I mean, I still like it, because I am a fan, and I would have been the fan that designed it. Mm-hmm. They From there, they're just like, well, we want every Pokemon to be able to experience the gimmick right which is yeah. uh all right okay uh i can i can kind of get behind that and z moves i thought were really cool especially with the story because i think sun and moon despite it being having a very long intro segment is probably one of the strongest stories in pokemon Blech. it is <laughs> i get you, it you can't deny that seth uh no it, i get it it is one of the best po- stories in pokemon and they tied z moves in very much so into the story yeah. Yep. Uh, which I thought was very well done. Um, 
It was done very well. I thought Dynamax was dumb on a bajillion levels. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, like, I think, one, it's stupid that we're just like, yeah, big Pokemon. And then mm-hmm. we're just like, yeah, let's mechanically make it also really busted. Yeah. Uh, everybody can do it. And it's, uh, yeah, we can just have, like, all of these effects that happen from Dynamaxing. I, I yep. don't know. It, it's not a fun-ish mechanic. And don't even get me started on Gigantamax and how that was a stupid, poorly implemented uh, thing that could have happened in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. How stupid was that? Um, because they wanted you to get... They wanted you to have something to raid for, like, the first six months the game was out. Yeah. And yeah. so they made it G-Max Pokemon, and I'm still befuddled by this because it's such the wrong way to do it. I think Terra raids are the much better version of G-Max Pokemon. Very much agreed. Where it's yep. just like, hey, do you need a po do you need like a Gardevoir that's gonna be poison type? Which why would you ever? But uh do you need one of those? You can get that from the raid. I love I honestly love it so much. The thing I like about this particular mechanic and looking into it and what we know so far, like we only know so much. Yes. It kind of takes the best parts of each of the gimmicks and puts them into one thing. I so agree. with the the parts that it takes from Mega is that it's still kind of the Pokemon um with a funny hat and yes. <laughs> it retains that for the whole battle as far as we know so that's the cool part it takes from mega it's a in battle form change that sticks through the whole battle so you can still be strategic and switch around and all that kind of cool stuff yeah um the part it takes from z moves is augmentation of another type of move potentially to make your weird weird move pool i think compared like i thought about it more like the hats are weird like i'm thinking just from like a design perspective and like a pokemon yeah. Uh, like just from a Pokemon perspective, how weird it is to uh, like I don't know. Like from from the fan perspective, like Z moves are cute. Dynamax was completely dumb. For, why couldn't I help you with the Berserker, Leon? Um, and yeah, right, right. Uh, that's all it took. By the way, that's all it took. Like it would have been you get thrown in there. The Berserker is really hard to beat, and like Leon one shots it. Right. It's already weak to Charizard. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you literally could have just came in, Charizard out, like, level 60, does a thing, boom. It blows up the Berserker and you couldn't do anything. And you're just like, wow, Leon is the champion. I have mm-hmm. fixed Sword and Shield with one plot point. Um, Like, uh-huh, it's insane sure. to me. Uh, yes, I have, Seth. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely one of those things. Um, But yeah, I, I think probably second to Megas as, like, a Pokemon fan, I think this is my favorite. Just as I... Everybody can use it, and it's not incredibly dumb to use it, right? Agreed. Mm-hmm. And there are still some restrictions. Yes. On, like, if you are if you are Regieleki and you have a garbage move pool, this won't help you much. No, it won't. I love that. I, I love it. It helps, but, like, yeah, you get, or, you know, like, yeah, you might be able to get either super strong electric move, or if there is some, like, Terra, like, hidden power type move that exists only for Terra, if you're Terra, you lose your yeah. electrics, and you kind of lose that power that you get from Regilecki's electric Exactly, attacks. yep. But you get, okay, mm-hmm. well, now you have two coverage, but, I mean, you still have the ability that gives you basically two stab, but... Yeah. Again, it's not, you're not going to be as powerful because you don't have the stupid broken electric moves sweeping. Yeah. And if you, if you give your, if this normal... If this Terra move exists or whatever that we've thrown around in the chat, which I I think it could. I I think it wouldn't be much more like if a Terra move existed, I think it's literally hidden power, but controlled by the Terra type. Like that's my personal. And you have the Terra type and it only, you know, 
and you can only use it on a ter- on a terrorized Pokemon. Not if you want to use, use Hidden Power Ice, you have to deal with the cost of becoming an Ice type, which is way too much for most Pokemon to bear. Yes, I agree with this. I I hard agree with this. I think that it, it this is a very balanced mechanic. And so, like, though everybody's just like, well, any Pokemon could be any type. And I'm like, yeah, but does that really matter? Because, like, they lose their stab, they lose their type. And, mm-hmm. and and they're still monotype, by the way. Like, there's no... I wouldn't say there's any Pokemon that's a monotype that is good because it's monotype, right? Like, yeah. maybe... Like, I, maybe I can see an argument for, like, Ghost and Dragon. Clefairy's pretty good because of... Fairy is okay. You can have things like Electric on Levitate specifically, or, like, you can have a few things that you can, like, if you can augment oh, no. the one weakness... Or the one yeah. weakness. This types. is where we're getting into the strategy part. This is going to be the fun part of the of the topic. I mean, yeah. Electros already exists, right? So I wouldn't yeah. say just becoming electric type with Levitate makes you good, but it makes it can make certain Pokemon better. Latios and Latias is a big example right now that already have access mm. to Thunderbolt. Yeah, that that's true. And an Ice move in Ice Beam. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see it being as good as everybody's worried about like people are just like this could be broken and i'm like but could it (laughs) i think a lot of people are getting whipped up about the fact that you could theoretically make something with no weakness when plenty of pokemon don't have common weaknesses and can't get by like okay i'm thinking like pre-gen 6 sableye and spiritomb and how little i ever saw them in competitive yeah they had no weaknesses and they were still bad yeah you've got to have the move pool and stats to break yeah. something and just because you give your shedinja an air balloon doesn't mean it's broken no oh no my favorite thing because like somebody's just like yeah air balloon shedinja and it becomes electric type and i'm like yeah but like hail and toxic and burn and sandstorm entry hazards because it can't have shoes yeah hail toxic sandstorm like well you can't you can't use any of the stuff you can't wear like, goggles you can't you wear you can't hold a lumberry you like can't, go you for still, it dude you still yeah. die Exactly. Like, and yeah. if that if that's something that becomes big, that's something the meta will have. Like, everybody will have a Tyranitar or something, right? Yeah. And you then, still have Mold Breaker. Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. There are ways around it. It is not. There's broken. a lot of ways around it, and it's not. It's like it makes it kind of like, oh, it's cute, but it doesn't make it scary. I yeah, think exactly. the big thing with all these gimmicks, when they become problems, is when it is able to just break through, like either a check. Or whatnot to just be able to then go on and sweep. Where you have things like yeah. Dynamax, you get you could get boosts upon boosts and just be so bulky that you can just carry through the game. Like early early game yeah. Gyarados with Moxie. Yeah. Like Dragon Dance once, start nuking things and with airstreams and get Moxie boost up and then boom you sweep through. Gyarados broke Dynamax for OU. Yeah. That that was I would think that was the big one, I think. Exactly. And this this prevents you from like Dynamax exemplified everything about a Pokemon. And in this case, you're only exemplifying one thing and the Pokemon already has to be okay at it. Right. Like this. I see Terra types working much better for Pokemon that we all have already thought like, oh, this could use a third type. Right. Or should have had a third type. Like, I I think a really good example if we're talking about a legendary would be like Lugia. Right. Mm. Lugia's move pool, like it does get psychic type moves. It does get flying type moves, but it also does get a good chunk of water type moves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That could be good. That would be one of the, that would like that'd be a Pokemon where I see Terra type being like, yeah, this is normal because this Pokemon has has these moves anyway. It should have been a water type to begin with. And I, I don't know. I, I see it like that. And I also see one thing is that 
well, these, a lot of these terror, uh, the big, I think one of the other big concerns right now that people have with terror types is if you tear, like the, I, at least the rumors right now was that if you tear into your type, you basically get an adaptability boost. As yeah. opposed to a 1.5, yeah. Which turns nukes, in, already existing nukes, into like bigger nukes. I wouldn't worry about it too much, in all honesty. Like, I, I don't know, because you can just terra type in response, right? You can have one Terra in response, but it just, like, it's things like, for example, like, because I've run some calcs, as their people have discussed it, like, Porygon-Z is an example that already has adaptability. I don't know that it'll get in, but we'll As an out. example, for the sake of example. Yeah. But you could Life Orb, Nasty Plot, and, okay, your opponent switches in a Blissey or a Chansey, and you just 2-hit KO it, period. One of the yeah. best special walls in the game, and you 2-hit KO it with Porygon-Z. Yeah. The thing there, though, the risk that you run, which is another glorious way that this mechanic is balanced, if you Terra-type into one of your original types, like a Porygon terra into normal, or even a Dracovish terra into water, your counter is still probably at least a counter or a check. You don't ch- fundamentally change what Pokemon can stop you by terra and getting adaptability into one of your pre-existing types, because people will expect that. That's... You know, something to be warranted. Yeah, there's a few that can that are close. Like, you start to get to the point where you can start to two-hit KO. I think I actually right. ran a calc this morning that, like, Urshifu single strike can two-hit KO Sylveon and Clefables if it were to get adaptability, just cleanly. Right. But it still kind of is, a, is still a check. The same check Pokemon function. It's still, yeah, you just can't switch it in freely. You have to just, yeah. you have to verify it's not the Terra offensively something scary just to mention it is like something like gyarados which can completely change its counters by not tearing into one of its original but what do you do it when a gyarados is out you try and throw a thunderbolt at it if gyarados yeah. gets its dragon dance with its original typing terra's into an electric and has stab earthquake not only can it get past toxapex now but yep throwing an electric move won't work mm-hmm that's probably the scariest thing. It's probably the scariest. I don't know. I'm not even... I, I don't know. I'm still not that worried. I'm not either. I think the meta will settle uh, where certain Pokemon run certain Terra types and it will know what wants to be what. Yeah. Even then, like, you might do it with Gyarados, but then you can't do it with something else that might benefit from it more. Uh-huh. Uh, there might be something where it affects abilities to some extent, too. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that were the case. Like, if they were just like, it removes abilities. It's possible. Yeah. One aspect that I really want to see happen, and I'm really excited for, and of course I'm going to bring out the stall in terrestrializing, um, taking Pokemon that have really good move pools by themselves. Yes. But, <coughs> pardon me, I had to sneeze. Um, taking Pokemon that have really good move pools, but crappy types, and making them good. An example I'm thinking of specifically, which could be one of the best defensive Pokemon with this whole type-shifting thing, is Avalug. That thing has an insane move pool, and if you Terra-type it into, say, a Steel-type, you have a Steel-type with Recover, Rapid Spin, Body Press, and whatever else you want. I agree with that. I mean, the thing is, you can only do it with one, right? Yeah. Exactly. But if you get a really good one and make it a really nice, powerful, defensive Pokemon, because that that's crazy. Like a recover rapid spin steel type. What? What? I think it'll make... I think I like that only because it makes Ava look good. 
You could make iron defense and body press. You could have a sweeper Avalug, sort of. Avalug's been garbage for so long. Yeah, exactly. This is why this is cool, because it's going to make some Pokemon, some Pokemon, like, good. It basically gives every Pokemon a Paldean form, in a sense, where, you know, the Mm. original form changes or whatever really breathe new life into some Pokemon by giving it an okay type, or at least a different typing. This gives every single Pokemon the potential to have a quote-unquote Paldea type. It's so neat. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very interesting. I don't. It's a cool mechanic, and I'm not gonna be upset. I mean, I I don't think it's gonna get banned from OU at, le- at least nearly as quick as Dynamax did. Not immediately. Yeah, people will break it. It'll come close. Yeah, I I definitely see this teetering close to what it close to Dynamax, but I don't think it's nearly as bad because it's not it's not messing with the moves. I think that that was the downfall of Z moves and with Dynamax is that it affected the moves. And yep. in particular, just made flying like stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because flying, flying's been balanced by being like, yeah, flies like a powerful poke, a powerful move, and like the most, the next biggest one's Brave Bird, which does a ton of recoil, or Hurricane, which misses, which misses, and so like that's the that's how they balance flying type, and then they just took all of that away with both Z moves and with uh, with uh, Dynamax, mm-hmm. and they just, and they just made both those good. I I think that is where the downfall was the last time. I think the only downfall with Megas was that it wasn't like everybody can play, which I'm still not mad about, but that's that's Thatch's opinion. Yep. Mm-hmm. This this one I this one I see changing the Pokemon, which I think is a better way to do go about a gimmick, is a uh, much cleaner gimmick mm-hmm. in that sense. Yeah, because it just it doesn't give you a move that's stupid. Like it and I think overall that just makes it better. And if you just have to play around Pokemon changing types, I think that's doable. Um, it just makes your team, it changes team building, obviously, which I'm okay it with. It does. Avalog and OU. Heck yeah. Yeah. Now you can like run an ice type that runs ice shard, but be able to change its type so that it's not still an ice type after you're done. Oh my God. Hisui and Avalog can learn stealth rock. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very, I'm pretty excited. Assuming it comes through. Yeah. No, it would definitely get stealth. Rock. Uh, I wouldn't worry about the, I, I wouldn't guarantee stealth rock in general on Hisui and Avalog because the movesets in yeah, PLA were wonky. And they're, they're cleaning up, uh, the moves as you transfer games anyway. Yes. So it's not Heck like, yeah, they are. Transfer moves. Goodbye. Yeah. I really hope we just like kill transfer moves into Scarlet and Fire. Like, like if you want to talk, if I want to talk about Gen 9 OU, like what I really want is no more legacy move nonsense. Please. Uh-huh. I'm really tired. Okay, I'm tired of soft boil Clefable. Honestly, <laughs> I, I will give that up if it means I can run Galarian Corsola without fear of everything under the sun having knockoff or toxic. I don't know that Galarian Corsola is going to make it into the decks, but we'll see. I, I'm just giving an example. You don't have to yeah. put that qualifier on every yeah. single Pokemon we mentioned, Thatch. We know. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, I have to let everybody feel the pain I felt in 2019. I hate it just as much as you do, as I said on Twitter the other day. I know. No, it's such a <laughs> stupid, it's just a stupid thing, right? Yeah. Um, but no, no, I would love for like the, I would love for OU to just stop using legacy moves and yeah. doing the move call that every generation's doing. And I think that'd be cool because that's my, that's my favorite thing that came out of Sword and Shield was like the competitive ready symbol. So every Pokemon can still be used. Like you can transfer Pokemon in and it can be used in competitive for that generation, yep. mm-hmm. but it gets its moves called. Every single one, but you gotta wipe it. But you gotta wipe it. You gotta wipe its moves. It's gotta be able to. You can't bring in like soft boil Clefable. But uh, if they do that in, thing, you can't bring in teleport either. You can't bring in teleport on a lot of things that everybody's bringing in from Let's Go. 
Yeah. yeah. Teleport yeah. Fable. Teleport slow, bro. Goodbye. Yeah, I know. I yeah. hate it. I hate it. It'll be great. That'll be so cool, honestly. Like, and the fact that you don't have to go to a move wiper. It's so healthy. Yeah, I hope they keep it exactly the way it is now, where it is stored like on the home side, where the the home side remembers this soft boiled Clefable has soft boiled in these handful of games, but not Scarlet Violet. So it'll put it back if you transfer it to yeah something. Yeah, but it won't in Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm very excited for competitive in Gen 9. That'll mess up a lot of the potential move pools for this, too, for this terrestrializing thing. Exactly. That'll that'll mess them up a lot. That'll be cool. I think it's more important than ever for that to happen with terrorotypes, right? It is more important than ever. And um, the thing that has me excited is because we can all play together, I'm hoping that there's a way for us to battle each other, like in the overworld. Yeah. And then the timer is not a non-issue. Yes, that yeah. would be great. I would That's what that. I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. And then we can go back to cart. Because at the very least, if we can just do that, that's fine. We'll deal with everything else. You can battle wherever you want in the map, right? Imagine for Summer League, it's like, meet me by the town. <laughs> meet me by this town and we'll fight. That would be cute, right? Wouldn't that be yeah. cute, though? Even if you can't use the arena, it's just battling out in the field or like uh, yeah. the water gym has to battle on the beach, you know, or something. That would yeah. be so cool. Because I'm sure it's going to have a rank ladder and it's going to have a place for us to go and there will be a timer for that. But I'm wondering if there's yeah. a way for us to battle outside of the timer restrictions. Yeah. That'd be wild. Honestly, if they're going to let you go out and hang out with your friends anyway, they should allow battling. Yeah. I think. I think they should. And then I, I'm hoping, cross your fingers, that there's a good spectator mode. Yeah. There's a good spectator mode of some sort. Well, even if it's just like your two friends just like watching you battle in the game. That would be at least good, because then it would be like, at least someone could spectate, you know, like, you know, for Summer League, I know we just had the finals yeah. there. If we could have had a way to, like, broadcast that exactly. for everyone to watch yeah. on, you know, Discord you know or stream, that'd be cool. You know what's worse is that Sword and Shield has a spectator mode. I know. But it's locked to LAN. Yeah. And it's so stupid. It's a lot of work it's to so even make that stupid. work remotely. I know there's... Yeah. Oh, no, you have to, like, do a huge workaround. You have to do a huge workaround to get it to work remotely. And mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like halfway there. I don't know. I see Sword and Shield like now, more and more as I like look at like what modern Pokemon's becoming. Like I've noticed that like Sword and Shield were definitely like some weird middle child that had to exist. Yeah, it's a half step. Oh yeah, it was just like a half step to everything. Like I Sword and Shield like wanted to be Scarlet and Violet really badly, but they just didn't have the time to get there. Mm-hmm. And which is fine, I, I guess to some extent. I don't know. It was one of those things where. I really wish the Pokemon company would just give us a roadmap as a fan. Mm-hmm. I would just love a roadmap. Like you could, I, I think it would have been easier to swallow sword and shield at the time. If they're just like, yeah, so we're going to, this is our new business model. And I'd be like, oh, that's really cool. Actually, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially since we're getting like poke, like mainline quote unquote Pokemon games, like almost every year mm-hmm. uh, where you can just like dump the Pokemon into home and then like they just get to pop in and out when, when they're allowed. But I don't know. I'm very, I'm very excited uh, for Terra types. Uh, yeah. I'm not excited for the programmers who also have to have a slot in the Pokemon data structure to include Terra types. But I'm sure that's that. I'm sure that's be easy enough to do. I'm, oh no! I think Pokemon data files are just going to get to the point where they're so complicated. I yeah. think they recently made them bigger or something. I yeah, think they was... had to. They had to, especially if they're going to do this stuff, right? Like, because then you start sending Pokemon from Scarlet and Violet to home. Hmm. And then it's just like, well, it's got to have the terror type. And then if it's old enough, maybe it's got something about its uh, ability to mega evolve or something. Or maybe it's a 
Like, imagine there's a Pokemon that, that could be a G-Max in oh, Sword yeah. and Shield, and then it goes to Scarlet and Violet, and it gets a Terra-type. Yep. And so you have to you have to have it recorded that it can be a G-Max and also has this Terra-type. It, it's yeah. just going to be a nightmare. And, and the other thing that I think we keep, we keep assuming, by the way, is that every Pokemon is going to have the same... Is going to have access to all the Terra types when the wording is kind of vague in the press release. True. Yeah. I know there was a leaker that said that like every Pokemon will have access to every type, but I don't know how true that will be in terms of like accessibility, right? I imagine they'll lock it behind soft walls. Like, oh, here's the, the, your chance to get Poison Gardevoir for this week only. Exactly what I'm thinking is it's going to be something like that. Yeah, and I think so too. And I think that's definitely, I mean, they, they did say the Pikachu was a fly, a Pikachu with, well, uh, to be fair, it has fly, which is something it doesn't normally get access to, but they said you couldn't get access to it like normally in the game. So. I yeah. think that might be the fly, but more than the type. But yeah, I'm wondering if there's going to be like a soft lock behind some of these types for certain Pokemon. So that not every Pokemon. So that Seth couldn't be like, well, I want steel type Avalog and right away steel type Avalog is available. Mm hmm. It might be like, oh, well, actually only ice and like rock type Avalug is available in terms of terror types right now. And then eventually like a raid pops up that you can do one weekend and you can get steel type Avalug. But it'd probably be something stupid and be like, here's water type Avalug mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they hate us. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see that, though. I would love to. I want to just pick their brains one day, like just invite me over. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i just want to talk i just want to know i just really want to know what's going on in those heads of yours you know yeah because like, i really I, i'm really upset that like we had a topic like f- six weeks before the trailer dropped and like i i was just like well if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen like this and i predicted it almost exactly yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's uh, yeah they usually surprise me there's still there's still a chance because they still yeah, have been shown like because you know we had we've had you know megas We've had Z crystals. We've had, you know, Z specific crystals. We've had G, D max and G max. So again, Pokemon exclusive things. We haven't seen any specific terraform. You know, there's not, we haven't heard of a terra, you know, like a. I wouldn't be surprised if it existed, but I, if it does, it just feels, I don't know. It yeah. feels whenever they do it, like same with the G max forms, it just feels like it's a, it defeats the purpose. Yeah. Because you want every Pokemon to be on a level playing field, which I think this does better than Dynamax because mm-hmm. it it doesn't it's not beneficial to certain Pokemon, but it's more beneficial to other Pokemon, which I really like. I like mm-hmm. that so much. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. I think it is very cool in that regard. I also predict now, like straight up, I'm going to put it on the show. So it's like in the words, I guarantee you there's a DLC where the first DLC lets you change the terror type of a pokemon with some kind of maybe not a soup but maybe yeah. maybe uh, some kind of uh paella? Cake? i'm gonna say cake yep i agree let's go paella because it's yeah. kind of soup <laughs> but then it's also regional to the to spain so it works yeah they're just gonna but yeah it's stupid and they do that stuff all the time so yeah. i don't know i i think it's a good mechanic and i think it's gonna have a lot of longevity Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, definitely a couple Pokemon I'm excited to see try what they can come up with. One thing I saw recently, just potential Pokemon ideas like, oh, what could be Fonterra's? Terra Gengar as fairy? With, as an offense, because you don't really have that like fast offensive fairy. You just give it like life That'd form with Nasty Plot, Dazzling Gleam, Shadow Ball, Sludge Wave. That would be really yeah. good. Actually, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, right? 
Like that's just like, oh, just generic offensive thing, but like it pick it fills a niche of that type. I don't know. It just it's a really fun like this mechanic is probably is like I said, my second favorite after Mega Evolution. Like I like this already better. There's so much potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this so much better. I like this so much better. It it's got a ton of potential and it just feels better because it it actually does what they wanted to do and they're just like, Well, we don't like megas because XYZ. Uh it actually fulfills that and I'm okay with it. I think this is definitely just, it hits just right, because, like, Megas were yes. great, like, it made Pokemon better, but the problem is it either made certain Pokemon too good, like, they just literally yeah. Mega and just sweep, and those Pokemon were banned, or, you know, like, you know, it just made some of the Pokemon just kind of just good enough. Like, I know there's a couple of Megas that were okay. I think Mega Garchomp was a very good Garchomp Mega because it didn't make him super good. I think yeah, Mega yeah. Metagross was stupid because it made Metagross too good. Same with Mega Salamence. Yeah. I think Mega Mile was one of the best things that came out because they took Mile, this garbage Pokemon, and they made it good and made it good. I Those are my favorite Megas. I, I think Megas were trying to do what we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they definitely failed. I don't know. I, I like changing the Pokemon and not changing the moves because I think when you change the moves, things get really weird. Flying type. I, I hate it. I hate it. I think it was like at the worst case... The worst case scenario I'm seeing is like, oh, you make certain, like you do it the same type, you make the nuke about as about as powerful as a Z move. Like, like I just have some calcs that I ran a bit ago, like choice specs, like Terra Electric Tapu Koko with Thunderbolt does about the same amount as Z Thunderbolt to the same Pokemon. Yeah, but then you're locked into specs. So like again, that's mm-hmm. like the worst case. And that's not much different than like Life Orb, D-Max, Max Lightning to the same Pokemon. They're all in the same range, but you're locked to the item to get that extra boost. So, so. you talk about the choice specs, though, and like I think back to Dynamax and how Dynamax just ignored all that. Yeah. And I'm wondering if Terra types does something. Similar. I think so. I think there's a potential for that just to kind I of. Think, I, think, I think it kind of has to, right? Like, especially if you're already, if like you're already giving the adaptability boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you have to. I think you really have to. Yeah. And I mean, like, the worst case is just a po- more powerful, like, old, like a repeatable Z move. That's yeah. like the worst case. But again, you'll have to lock into a band or specs, which means you're probably still going to get outsped. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a problem at all. I think it's just comparable to what already exists. Yeah. I, I would love, I can't wait to see more uh, details. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see though. But yes, I think we this is a, a good week. place. Yep. Uh, yeah. We'll probably learn something. So I would like to uh, just kind of wrap it up here, guys, and we're going to take it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, and we'll see what you guys think about Terratypes next week in the mailbag. We are going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 494, Victini, the victory Pokemon. Its Pokemon Black entry reads, this Pokemon brings victory. It is said that trainers with Victini always win, regardless of the type of encounter. I'm really excited because mythical Pokemon haven't been allowed in VGC, so we haven't talked about them, but now they are. And we get to talk about them. Victini's base stats obviously are 100 across the board. Uh, so it's not exciting to talk about, but it had to have a, it had a card nut, like Victini V did okay for like a little bit, right? Yeah, it kind of did a little. It like, it was like, it was like, okay, it was probably like tier two for like a, a little while. 
Mm-hmm. I think that was mainly to do with like Welder and stuff like that when that was still kind of in the same time. And then Welder disappeared and then fire types were sad. Yep. And which makes sense. Fire type should be sad. Take that fire types. They always get something stupid like welder or fire crystal. Yeah. Like it happens like it happens every few years. I mean it happens with every type, right? Exactly. Like every type always gets like one major buff every few years. That's why steel's been doing okay, because it's had metal saucer for a while. Yep. And then you've also have uh right now you've got water, because water's got insane support right now. Yeah. Uh with Irida and Bucket. Uh and Palkia. And Palkia. I mean when Bucket disappears, it's gonna probably not do as hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never think that like a card that's just like grab two energy would be like, yeah, that's real good. Yeah. But bucket makes it good. I mean you can you can run energy search in place of bucket, but it won't feel as good. <laughs> it won't feel as good. But we'll see. We'll see how it fares in the next coming year in the next couple of uh things. But yeah, Victini's a cool Pokemon, and I'm actually just really excited. This team this team feels like a fever dream because I never thought you'd see anything like this in VGC. Yeah. Right? It's just absolutely nuts. But let's uh, let's break down. Uh, we got a Choice Scarf Victini because Choice Scarf Victini is good. It's got its signature ability, Victory Star, which for those of you at home, if you don't know what Victory Star does, let me tell you. Um, I I also need to click the button. This is also for Thatch at home. <laughs> yeah, believe it increases the accuracy of move by 10%. Yes. It also does stack on like Pokemon next to it, which is weird. Oh, yeah. That actually could be relevant for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. Origin Pulse or Precipice Blades are good examples of non-accurate moves used in this format. Uh, no, it has to be... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it does work. Or if, is it adjoining? I don't know. I don't know, actually. That's a great question. I think it totally would. I don't see why it wouldn't. Yeah, uh, this is a fun Victini. I really like this. This is what... I mean, they used to run something similar in... Uh, in what's it called? in OU like a while back mm-hmm. and back in gen 4 I used to run this Victini <laughs> um, uh, the EVs are 252 HP 4 attack 252 speed the 252 HP is very important because when you're just like yeah Victini's not gonna if you just want like a delete button you can just click final gambit mm-hmm. which does as much damage to the opponent as you have HP remaining and so since you're choice guy if you're probably gonna go first so you can just be like that Pokemon's a threat boop final gambit it's gone mm-hmm so it's uh, something to think about. I mean, it also has U-Turn, V-Create, and Wild Charge, which are just moves Victini gets. Heck yeah. Uh, and it can be a Choice Scarf Victini and come in later after it U-Turns and Final Gambit, or it could just V-Create a couple things a couple times and have some fun with it. Especially against opposing Groudon, who don't resist fire. Yes. Can't get destroyed back by V-Create. <laughs> yeah, in the sun. Exactly. In the sun. <sighs> Then the next Pokemon is Magearna, which I still think is going to be the biggest threat in this meta. Yeah. It's got safety goggles, so it can't be put to sleep by, like, a spore or something. Uh, it's got Soul Heart ability, which gives you a plus one special attack anytime a Pokemon on the opposite side of the field is knocked out. Uh, it, gives, it has 252 HP, 4 defense, and 252 special attack because its base speed is, like, 60-ish. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to go slow just so it can survive in a trick room. But this one's got uh, this one's got dazzling gleam, flash cannon, and trick room. This is kind of just like if you need to go trick room mode, bring it um, and uh, protect. I mean, it it is just uh, standard Magirna IMO. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Not the super crazy floor cannon version, but 
This is still a good, solid one. No, this is what it needs, though. Like, this is this is exactly what I would imagine Victini, or not Victini, but Magirna and OU being, because, it, like, it tries to use Trick Room and OU, and it did a good job of it. Yeah. And now it can just straight up, like, be in the meta that's better for Trick Room. I think mm-hmm. it's going to have a day. I think it's going to have a time. Oh, yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Seth, or whoever just taking these two. Yep, I got the next couple. We've got... Amoongus, the only non-mythical, non-legendary on this team. Um, and it's holding Bright Powder, of all things. Its ability is Regenerator, and level 50 AVs are 236, one six, uh, 236 HP, 116 Defense, and 156 Special Defense with a sassy nature, and moveset of Rage Powder, Spore, Pollen Puff, and Protect. Seems like a fairly standard Amoongus to my understanding of VGC, so yep. we're good there. That is actually probably the most standard. Yeah, that's I'm literally run that same Amoongus on my uh, TT, uh, TTT team for this, our Discord tournament. Yeah. Uh, the only difference is, is that it's holding a Focus Sash, because Focus Sash is the standard item on it. Mm. But I because Focus Sash, I think it is going to be needed on this other Pokemon I guess Bright Powder does decently well as an alternative. I mean, you could Rage Powder and have things miss you, which would kind of silly. Yeah, you have you have things like Origin Balls and Precipice Blades that have 90 accuracy and just getting the extra miss. It's actually 85. Those are 85 accuracy, I think. Oh, even better. Yeah. Even better to miss. Yeah. All right. And then moving on, we have Kyogre holding an Assault Vest with Drizzle, of course, that's its ability, and EVs are 124 HP, 124 defense, 236 special attack, 4 special defense, and 20 speed with a modest nature. It just hits hard and absorbs a lot of hits. Move set is Water Spout, Origin Pulse, Ice Beam, and Thunder. Yep, pretty standard Kyogre. Yep, mm-hmm. your standard bulky version. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to close us out, we have the other big staple Pokemon of the format, uh, Zacian, holding the Rusted Sword. 252 attack, 4 defense, 252 speed, Jolly Nature, um, with Iron Head, Play Rough, Wild Charge, and Protect. Yeah. So, yep, your standard Zacian here, being able to break through pretty much everything in the format. And then last but not least, we have a with the new uh, thir- Series 13 meta, you're able to kind of throw in this uh, legendary Pokemon as a good supporter because now you have the ability to. Uh, you have Yveltal holding the Focus Sash mm-hmm. with Dark Aura, uh, 4 HP, 252 attack, or special attack, 252 speed, Tim and Nature with Tailwind, Dark Pulse, Oblivion Wing, and Taunt. Oof. It basically kind of slots in the like the Regielecki, the Whimsicott type of roles that you've seen on other teams. Mm-hmm. But now that you can run because it just kind of got pressured out in the three in the two restricted meta because Kyogre and Zacian are just that good. They're just so dominant. Yeah, they're just dominant. And here you just don't have any rules. Yeah, and if you're not running Kyogre, you're running Groudon to counter Kyogre. So mm-hmm. Evatol just kind of just. It's great. It's a good Pokemon. It just kind of gets pushed out when you need more power in those two restricted slots. Yeah. But it's a great supporter. With Tail I mean Tailwind's good. Oblivion Wings probably the best flying move in the game. Just overall. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. With the recovery, it's pretty good. Exactly. A recovery and hundred percent accuracy. Exactly. Yeah, so if you want this if you want to play this team, we're gonna to try to get it on the Discord server this week. Uh bug me if I don't. 
Uh, and then, of course, you can always go ahead and uh, uh, if you're a patron, you can grab all of these Pokemon shiny this week with the except I think the only Pokemon that don't have shinies are Magearna and Victini. I don't think shiny Victini exists, actually. I think did shiny Magearna come out? I don't think I don't think it did. Uh, no, we got like we got the alternate form Magearna, which we might try to trade, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Okay, but yeah, you can go over, get some different forms of these Pokemon over on the Discord. At, uh, or not Discord, on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. But until then, we are going to finish out the show with the mailbag. It's mail time! Send in your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is part of the show where we read your email on the show. You can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Usually we have a prompt for you. Last week, we wanted to know your reactions to the Scarlet and Violet trailer. And this week, uh, we're going to have a different one. So wait till the end and we will let you know what it is. Um, and as always, this segment of the show is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 And as always, we will go ahead and we will... Uh, give out the green Taurus badge to anybody we deem worthy. So let's jump right in. Our first email this week uh, is going to be from Andy. Howdy do, Puckle Crew. Andy of the Green Tauros gang here, writing in to shave my share my favorite mentionables from the August 3rd Pokemon Presents. I'll focus on the Scarlet and Violet announcement since I'm over the moon excited for these games. First of all, I am so excited for the returning Pokemon, specifically the Dragonite and Ampharos lines. As a proud Gen 1 I always gravitate gravitate towards the original 151. Dragonite happens to be one of my favorites due to its pseudo-legendary status in the original anime. It's also just so dang cute. Ampharos is also another favorite. I have fond memories of using it in the Gen 2 and Gen 3 games. Wait, which Gen 3 game are you using Ampharos in? Because, like, I think you can get it in... Omega Emerald. Ruby Alpha Sapphire? No, gen, like, actual Gen 3, though. I don't know, actually. I think you can get it in Emerald in the Safari Zone, but I think that's it. Unless you're, like, unless you talk about, like if you're in if you lump in like coliseum with that like it's definitely available in coliseum is in emerald fa- uh fire red leaf green in the altering cave po- or xd oh that doesn't count that does not count altering does cave doesn't count then you have only <laughs> safari zone emerald or xd yeah altering cave doesn't count because there was like this really cool idea that nintendo came up with and then they just never used it um it, because you can go in there and just catch zubats to your heart's content because the idea was every time you go to like a pokemon event and you like get an event pokemon from them it's supposed to change the cave to something else but mm. they barely had any like events in the u.s um mm. that it activated so it was just always zubat it was mm. so it was so bad <laughs> Uh, I am also excited to hopefully catch and receive the legendary Pokemon early enough in the game to travel throughout the Paldea region together. The Presents video does say that we rely on the legendary Pokemon as a partner throughout our adventure, which makes me think we will receive the Pokemon right at the start of the game. I wonder if we'll be able to use the legendary in battle or if it'll be similar to PLA where we only summon the Pokemon to travel. I think it's going to be the latter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thatch Thatch thinks it's going to be the latter. If we do receive the legendary right at the start of the game, I hope they explain why the legendary chose us to adventure with rather than someone else. What makes it so special that we get this cool legendary bike, pot, plane, rock climber? It also makes me wonder if there will be another legendary Pokemon at the end of the game that we need to catch in battle. I guess we'll see. I think that they hit on something very, very good here um, with the uh, with the Pokemon that you need to catch in battle uh, at the end instead of like you know right on A and right on B. Um, yeah, I I think that they're kind of on there on the right track. I'm wondering if there's something else in the plot that's not co-ride on or myriad on 
I I wonder if there's something. I I imagine there is. I imagine these guys join you. Eventually you catch them. Mm Mm-hmm. But you don't get them. I also wonder if they're actually even that legendary because they already showed us like, you know, when you play together, like it's just like, here's multiple of the same Pokemon. Ha ha. Mm. And I'm wondering if there's something, some lore there that helps that not break your brain being like, there's only supposed to be one of them in the world. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also wondering if you like trade over a Myriadon to like, say, Scarlet, if you can change which bike you ride. Ooh, Ooh, that'd be be kind of fun. I'm interested. I'm curious about that, actually. That goes back to if you, quote-unquote, capture or own the thing, though. So, who knows? Yeah. Well, I think you will eventually capture it. They don't make Pokemon you can't capture. Well, yeah, but, like, as far as, like, using it in the early part, I don't don't know. Early on, I don't think you will. I think you'll just, like, there might be, like, a plot point where it's just, like, Koridon wants to battle with you to defeat the evil man. Mm Mm-hmm. Macrocosmos is back. It's in the last. It's in. It's in the last third of the last arc. <laughs> yeah. It just they came out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it'll be like that. Lastly, I am of course excited for Quaxley. I have not been this excited for water a water type since Mudkip. Let's just hope Quaxley's mid and final Evo don't let me down. We will see. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear what everyone else has yet to, has to say. Thanks for the great pod and best wishes to all, Andy. Well, thank you, Andy. We really appreciate that. Uh, all right. Our next email is going to come from Bar. Bear. Bear. I'm very bad at my umlauts. Okay. Tutelu Puckle Crew. Uh, what I'm really excited for in Scarlet Violet is uh, the local co-op multiplayer. Finally, my wife and I can play together instead of side by side. This is by far the best new feature, and I hope it's polished and not a clunky half-working mess like Wycon was in Swish. <laughs> no, dude. Okay, the wild area still upsets me with like the what the random people that like pop in and out. It's just like, okay, this is annoying. It doesn't need to happen. I don't know any of these people. Yeah, yeah. It does not make me feel like this is good. It's like I wanted to do the camping thing that you could like camp, like go into other people's camps, but it's like it mm-hmm. doesn't really work, and it, uh, it half works at best. So yeah. Uh, two uh, terrestrial and how it will be used in VGC. Does hidden power make its comeback? We did talk about that briefly, and I think, like you said, it comes with the idea of, like, you also have to take the defensive typing as well as the offensive typing. Yep. Yep, and it's not going to be... I don't think it'll be stronger than, like, base 80 out of 90 at best, but probably more like 60. It's probably base 60 and you might get stabbed. Or 65, so you're not technician boosted. 65, so it's, yeah, boosted, so it's out of technician range. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that'll be... uh, I, yeah, I, I think it'll be something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get the, you have to be an ice type and that sucks for you. Yeah. Which, yep. No, VGC makes it a lot type. easier to hit super effective. It's like Pokemon balanced the ice type so that when you used to stab ice beam, it would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If uh, only, if only they would have thought of that. Oh no. Everybody who complains about ice type being bad is literally like, I'm just like, yeah, but you see the moves that you use all the time. Ice type exists because the move type needed to exist, not the Pokemon type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. uh, three breeding. I cannot wait to see how it works and what new quality of life features they're adding this time to make it competitive, more accessible. Don't use a legend grid system though. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm actually really curious because I know the breeding gets better and better, but how will Terra be done with that too? Is it going to be like Hidden Ooh. Power or is it going to be... Didn't think of that. Th- yeah. Huh. Interesting. 
Yeah, is it like him? It could like, just be random. It could just be random. Will it transfer down parents? Is there going to, are they going to 50% chance of parent number one. And 50% chance of parent know, number two. Third parent like, one, third parent two, third completely random. I, I don't think they'll do completely random because then you might just be able to randomly unlock Pokemon Terra types. Mm-hmm. I could totally see it being like parent one, oh, parent yeah, 50, two. 50. I could yep. see it being parent one, parent two. So you could like breed different species together and then yeah. get different Terra types that way. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, I do think breeding will be there because breeding at this point is very synonymous with the core Pokemon gameplay. Yeah. Agreed. Because there were some rumors going around that like there isn't a daycare, but that doesn't mean anything in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it just means that you'll just have this really nice quality of life update where the daycare is in your pocket. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just like the boxes are now in your pocket. Yeah, you just have a little egg incubator in your pocket too, or something. Yeah, you just have, no, and they're mm-hmm. gonna do it because they literally put Pokestops in the game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they no, they did. They did. They put Pokestops in the game. And it's called Poke Centers, but yeah, basically it's Pokestop. I'm not. Gonna, I don't deny you there. They literally have the thing on the top. They literally yeah. have the Pokestop on the top. It is literally a Pokestop. They, they, they will just give us an egg incubator. Yeah. Yep. They, they will legitimately just do that. And then for extra in-game money, we can just buy uh, faster incubators. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Before, before this hellscape gets worse, continue. Yeah. Uh, four, new abilities, new attacks, and new co- type combinations. Yeah, it'll be the best. Yeah, I... They have not actually given us any of those yet, and I hope that we get some of those soon. There aren't a lot of those missing, though, to be fair. I mean, type combinations I know are low. New abilities, though, obviously they can keep adding, and new attacks they can just keep adding, but they have not. Attacks and moves I think will happen, but I mean, there I can't even think of that many that came out of Gen 8 outside of the ones for Isle of Armor. And even those yeah. I think are just temporary and will not exist in Gen 9. I think I there's think a chance some that they will, don't exist. But we'll see. I think there's a chance the Isle of Armor moves don't make it to Gen 9. I think there's a non-zero chance, but I think there's still a good chance they will transfer over eventually, even if it's not right away in the future DLC. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I like it as an idea of like, oh, we can just get rid of these moves because maybe they didn't work out as well. I don't know. Flip Turn was cool. I liked Flip Turn. Grassy Glide is great. Uh, Grassy Glide should be one of them that's called. Uh, But Rillaboom, though. Yeah, okay, okay. Shark, I'm going to level with you. I really hate seeing starters in VGC. That's that 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 uh, that's fair. Wow, that's a choice. I really hate it. But Rillaboom's the best. It's the best grass type. Period. Incineroar, Rillaboom, just they need to go. They need to leave. Incineroar, yeah, Rillaboom's cute. I like I like the starters being competitive. I like you being able to use your starter, even if it's maybe not the best. Being able to use it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you can say that about. Literally, I don't think Inteleon or Primarina. Well, Primarina was okay for a hot second. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hey, Rillaboom, Rillaboom's at 20% usage. Ooh. I don't want to see... In, in, Incineroar's at 71 usage right now. <laughs> if that makes you feel any better. But. Well, it's going to drop a little bit once, once Series 13 comes out. I hope it's cold. I hope Incineroar is cold. That is my number one. That, like, if we're going to call Pokemon, my number one, my number one choice is Incineroar. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. I understand the rationale a hundred and ten percent. If you're not letting in all the starters, yeah. and my boy for alligators not there, you can call Incineroar. Okay. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. Give the Gen Six ones back. We get Greninja yeah. instead, and we'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But last but not least, Smoliv better than Budu. Yes, 
Hard agree. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, agree. I can't wait to see. I can, I'm legitimately I'm going to either run Lechonk or Small of just as is unevolved throughout the game. I don't know which one yet, but I feel like I'm going to run. One I love just- Lechonk. I love Lechonk. I hope he doesn't evolve into something. I hope he doesn't get doubled. I think he's going to get something cool. I think it's. I think he can make a really pretty cool boar type Pokemon with it. So maybe, maybe yeah, we'll see. Yeah, merci, Vilmus und Labe Grus. Think I can't pronounce that. Yeah, <laughs> yep. They're just doing it to us to make fun of us now. Yeah, dumb Americans. Yeah. <laughs> all right well our last email this week is gonna be from rich and i believe you got this one seth you betcha hello again guys loved the last show here are my thoughts on the august 3rd trailer agree or disagree i'd love to hear your thoughts on these points as well number one i like the rival school aspect it seems to have with orange versus grape or so it seems anyway The graphics seem to be slightly improved, at least going off of the second trailer. I really wish they would put every Pokemon in the game. With updated graphics, that would be so much fun to have all of them to go after and catch. Mm -hmm. I didn't say it. The new character... I know, I know, I didn't say it. We all thought it. (laughs) I didn't say it, guys. I didn't say it. (laughs) Moving on. The new characters look great. Penny definitely comes off as an emo Gen Zer, but the leaker has suggested she's rather strong in battle and hard to beat. I really like how Miraidon looks in its motorcycle form, and I could see myself going for rides around Paldea. I have heard that the Metagross line is not in SV, but it may be in future. This is frustrating. I always enjoy having Metagross on my team. Here's to hoping. I wouldn't, like... I mean, to be fair, Metagross wasn't in base Sword and Shield either, I don't think. Nope, it was in Crown uh, Crown Tundra. They always tend to put all the pseudos in at some point, so... Yeah, I think every pseudo ended up getting in... In uh, a Pokemon that I imagine this deck might be slightly bigger than Sword and Shield's deck, but by slightly bigger, I mean it might be 450 instead of 400. It should be. That's less Uh, than half at this point. Yeah. At least at launch, yeah, 450 at launch. They've already showed like 200 Pokemon. It's Yeah, 175 is where they're at, and we only have six new Pokemon, including forms, so... To be fair, I believe in the lead up to Sword and Shield, they did something similar, though, where we saw all, pretty much every Pokemon in the decks in the trailers. Uh, Sword and Shield, we still had a lot of secrets. I meant in terms of returning Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we had. Yeah. I think we, we had much. I think every returning Pokemon was almost seen in all the trailers in the lead up to Sword and yeah. Shield, which is depressing to think about. Yeah. Uh, but this one has a lot of Gen 2 Pokemon. Therefore, it's good. Blech. Yep. Gross. It's moving fun. on with the email, though. The terastalizing looks okay. I'm not a huge fan of it. If every Pokemon can terraform into every type, that would make competitive very interesting. Well, we've got the episode for you. You just listened to it. Yeah, you heard our thoughts. (laughs) The raids look good, and taking free movement instead of turn-based is nice. I I think that will make them more fun and cut out the waiting. Well, thanks again. Always happy to contribute. Rich. Well, thank you, Rich. Anybody think anybody gets the badge? Let's see. Who... Who did we... If Barr doesn't have it, I kind of like it this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He made me talk he a lot. He sparked the most discussion. Yeah. Yes. You know what? I don't, I'm not going to check. Barr, you get it if you don't already have it. Woo. Yeah, there you go. And on that note, uh, yeah, if you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, you can go ahead and do that. We're going to ask you, what do you think of terrestrializing? Uh, do you think it's going to be good, bad? Do you like the mechanic? Do you not like the mechanic? Which which of the gimmicks so far has been your favorite? Send that in. Pucklepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, the best way to do it is to come over to our Discord server at PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, also go over to our uh, our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram 
to keep up with us there. Additionally, you can go over to uh, you can go over to YouTube at youtube.com slash puckle podcast. Follow us on there. Uh, you can even listen to the podcast there uh, and catch some stream recaps if you want. Uh, additionally, you can, of course, see the streams live at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. Uh, I try to stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays this past week. It did not happen because as I said at the beginning of the show, I got stuck in DC for an extra day, which kind of sucked. Um, but I'm gonna, well, I'm streaming today, whether you guys like it or not, it's too late, but on Tuesday, <laughs> I'll stream some competitive, uh, TCG probably. And, uh, on Thursday, we'll stream just something fun. Uh, I heard Tyranitar is coming out in Unite, so maybe some Unite? Question mark? Hey. Hey. And on top of that, if you want to uh, support the show, the best way to do so is to come over to Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, where you can get a host of rewards. So be sure to do that, guys. On that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. Uh, I've been Seth Vila. And I've been Shark Finnegan. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.